the thing is, the Swedish accent is one of the most melodic accents. It's really lovely. Do you it's think just so? a lovely accent to listen to, yeah. Uh, it might be because I've watched a lot, because I'm a big Igmar Bergman fan. So I've mm. watched a lot of Swedish films in Swedish, and I just love the, the kind of tones of the voice and the ups yeah, and the downs. Yeah! It's not for me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Sweat. You're now tuned in to the MKH Cut. I am MKH and I am your, uh, I guess, lead presenter for this segment. If you don't know about MKH Cut, I take uh, a film from one of your, actually, I take an original film from one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether it's Amazon Prime or Netflix or um, Disney Plus, and I review the hell out of it. Today's episode will be featuring the Swedish drama thriller Red Dot. I think murder is a crime. Yeah, but I think I'm going (laughs) off with the title. Anyway, stop interrupting me. Okay, and today I am joined once again by Stephen Code. Hello, Stephen. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm any any updates? Any updates? Oh, I, I've been reading my, a book about D.B. Cooper, the, the guy, the plane jacket. Disappeared. Yeah, disappeared with yeah. all the millions. Yeah. Why? 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 Because I'm interested in him. But what sparked that interest? Because he's been... I watched been a docu- a- There's a documentary on recently on BBC about him. And I oh, ordered yeah. a book afterwards. And now I'm reading the book. I read D.B. Cooper. Well, I read, I read more about him. Actually, I didn't read anything about him. I researched more about him when Prison Break first got broadcasted. Because oh, okay. one of the characters in it was supposedly D.B. Cooper, which I thought was a nice twist. I was thinking, who's oh, there? Really? D.B. Cooper. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's why I know about him. So that was a few years ago. Anyway, thank you for being here uh, once again. And today we speak, we feature a, a second special guest presenter never been on the mkh cup before i don't know i i was starting to take it personally but i finally roped him in we have king dom hello king dom hello mkh it is so good to finally be here you know what i've, I've done this like for like six months now and like each time you're like no i'm not doing it you've been a proper diva about it <laughs> it's like i am not reviewing mank yeah, 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 exactly. I, I, uh, so, but h- how are you, Dom? You know, I'm really good, MKH. Yeah, I've been watching lots of Amazon Prime during net, um, lockdown, during Netflix. I was about to say, I don't even know what that means. You know That's what? how much I've prepared for this. I've just immersed myself in streaming platforms to the point that I can't even talk. You, you can't even differentiate or, or separate them. What I was thinking, actually, for the next episode, I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, but for the next episode of the MKH Cut, I might focus on an Amazon Prime film. I just need to find a good one that's recently been released because I find with Amazon Prime, they, they, they are more likely to release a series as opposed to a film. I think they focus a lot on uh, multiple films. Um, and they also but, they trail films that have already been in the cinema like, yeah exactly so yeah. yeah like headline banner film recently was bohemian rhapsody which was released in the cinema in 2018 oh. and i i gave it a go and do you know it's one of those where the film is so bad i feel like i've actually learned something by watching it 
Hold on. See, when we did the trailer talk, I know we're going off for the tangent, listeners, but this is very important. When we did the trailer talk, I said I would never see that film. I said it was crap, and I said I wouldn't even see it on a streaming platform. I'm glad you've uh, you've vindicated my thoughts from from a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm happy to vind. Look, look, it's a callback. Yeah, <laughs> you know we stand by what we say. Exactly. Oh, fantastic! I'm not going to watch it now. No, okay, but it won the Oscar for best editing, and that has to be the single worst decision in the history of the Oscars because <laughs> the editing is absolutely appalling. There's like weird jump cuts and eyelines in the wrong place, and like establishing shots in the middle of scenes, and yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. So, so it sounds like the Oscars were just scraping the barrel just because they wanted to honor Freddie Mercury. Yeah, or they wanted to honor the film for firing. The director, I've forgotten his name now. Who's the director? But anyway, he got fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, some nice facts for the listeners out there. Anyway, today we'll be focusing on Red Dot. So if you are tuning in and you haven't actually seen the film Red Dot, you can go, you can pause us right now, go away and watch the film. It's only an hour and a half. It's like the length of a, of a good comedy, which is quite surprising for a drama thriller why it's so short. Quite... Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, MKH, are we going down the spoilers route? Are we yeah, I think I, spoiling this? I, I think I, I, I've taken an executive decision to spoil... Because I think we've done it in previous uh, MKH cuts. And um, I, I'll, I'll try my best not to spoil it the hell out of it. But um, yeah, we can focus on the main themes and stuff like that. But I will advise people, just go and watch, just go and watch it quickly. Hour and a half, come back, listen to us. Um, so, first, first thoughts, well, they guys. They never come back. No, no, they will come back because they want to hear our, 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 our scintillating <laughs> insights okay. and unique takes. Uh, so, first thoughts, uh, what did you think of it overall, uh, Mr. Code? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I enjoyed it, in a way. Um, you... I, I was worried it was just going to be a, after about half an hour, I thought it was just going to be a chase around snow for the next hour. So I was glad when it didn't turn into that. And I was glad there was like a twist. And then I was like, oh! So yeah, I mean, I think I enjoyed it. You think? <laughs> You're not sure? Hold well, on. okay. The, the, the context is that I just finished watching eight episodes of The Serpent for another review. Mm. And this is like my kind of dessert after the massive main course which has gone from like 12 in the midday to nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Jeez, and wow. then... You binge the serpent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you psychopath. Um... And, and so, and then that was like my panic cleanser at the end. And I think, yeah, it was just kind of, it was nice to be told a story in a kind of short, um, you know, concise way. Were you yeah, feeling was... a bit disturbed after like a whole day of murder and mayhem? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit, yeah, it was a little bit much. <laughs> I won't do that again. But I think my reviews are better if I watch them quite near to mm. the recording because I remember stuff. I don't remember stuff from a week ago, so it's good that I did it yesterday. But yeah, I did. I did. I, I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it might turn a bit terrible after they. Um, but when they're up on on the um, camping by, yeah. by the northern lights, um, I thought, oh no, she's going to be a. a tiresome chase around snow but yeah. it didn't turn out like that so yeah so um before I, I move over to dom quickly 
did you watch it with the subtitles and original dub? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> did you watch it with the original dub, did you? Uh, yeah, I'll address that in a second, but I just want to <laughs> see um, Dom's overall thoughts about the film before we delve any deeper. I thought it was pretty good. I think with horror films or like thriller films of this type, they've always got to get the increments right. They've got to go from everything being okay to everything being really wrong, but they can't jump ahead of themselves. They have to do it incrementally. And I think this film got that. Like things got a bit sinister where they meet the creepy like Swedish hillbillies and then they got more creepy and more creepy. And the pacing was really well handled, I thought. So I like that. And generally, the acting was pretty good as well. So I thought it was a well-made film. And I didn't see the twist coming either. I knew, okay, little spoiler, I knew the neighbour was coming back somehow because you don't introduce a scene with a character and then not have them come back. But I didn't think he was coming back like that. Well, you say that good screenwriters would never introduce a character and not bring him back by the end. So, um, yeah, so... That's what I was going to say. I, for the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh no, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. But then I was thoroughly surprised. And by the end, I was quite satisfied. Like, even though it was really short, it, I don't think there was any wasted scenes in it. Mm. And I did watch it dubbed. And the only reason I do that is because sometimes when I watch... Catch me. No, no, no. <laughs> No, you know what happens? Sometimes when I watch a um, a film in its uh, original language and I and I read the subtitles, I don't know if they're actually good actors or not, because I think that uh, reading the subtitles. But how does them being dubbed make it better? No, because because then I'm able to look at their faces and their emotions and stuff like that. Don't don't like it's, it. It may not make sense to you, but for me it does because I was watching the. Um, the Netflix original Lupine, starring yeah. the French... Um, Lupin. Yeah, Lupin. Lupin. And I swear to God, I don't think anyone that is actually a good actor, but we'll come to that another time. So, yeah, I, I watched uh, Red Dot dubbed <laughs> because I wanted to see... I, did, I didn't know there was a choice. No, there was. I, there is. Oh, uh, but, but the thing is, the Swedish accent is one of the most melodic accents it's really lovely it's just a lovely accent to listen to yeah it might be because i've watched a lot because i'm a big igmar bergman fan so i've Mm. watched a lot of swedish films in swedish and i just love the the kind of tones of the voice and the ups and the downs yeah it's not it's not for me i don't i don't (laughs) think i like any scandinavian accent or language um what about the swedish chef in the muppets (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I no, yeah, I just, yeah, I, yeah, and I, that's I've been to Norway and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's yeah, not where it's set. Yeah, I know. It, no, <laughs> you wouldn't want to go where it's set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just my Scandinavian reference. But okay. um, yeah, I went to Norway, and yeah, I just I, I couldn't stick um, the accent or language. So anyway, so. Um, the way it was filmed, I, I quite liked the c- cinematography as well. I liked, I liked the sets. I liked the setting. I loved... So you, you referenced the time when uh, you thought it was going to take a dark turn, which it did take a dark turn when they were up on that mountain by themselves in the tent. But just that scene alone 
just sucked me in. Just seeing the lights in the sky and everything like that. And obviously what they what ended up happening in that in that in that scene uh, wasn't very nice. But um I I liked the visuals. The visuals really it, it maybe actually even though Dom just mentioned it, you didn't want to go there. I actually wanted to go to to, to northern Sweden for a second. I was thinking this place yeah, looks really <laughs> nice. It looks really cool. What did you think about the cinematography and the the settings and stuff like that? I I did like it when they were outdoors more than when they were indoors. Yeah. Do you know? I've just realised the cinematography did something really clever because um, when um, this couple are going on their holiday and it cuts to a high angle of them driving along, I thought, oh, that shot with a drone. And it was. <laughs> and it was. Yeah, and exactly. And drone features in the plot. Yeah, exactly. That's very what, clever. What, what sort of father lures his child onto a road with his drone? Yeah, I thought, I thought he was a bad dad. I, I didn't think it was their fault. Even though they shouldn't be doing what they were doing on the road in a moving car. But still, I thought this, like, obviously we built up to what really happened. But when they did the slight little flashbacks, I thought this person wanted to commit. Like, I thought they wanted to kill themselves. I mm. thought this person suicided. But no, he was, he was, he was... Spoiler alert, everyone. He was murdered in an elaborate plan by his own father. He didn't want to look, take the burden of looking after his child anymore. I, don't know, I just thought it was really funny. Um, Don, what did you think of, like... First of all, did, you, you watched it in its original language, didn't you? I, I did. I didn't realise that dubbing was an option, but I think I would have gone for the subtitles anyway, just because I like to hear what the actors are saying. I like to hear like their original voice and tone. How do, you you feel about, how do you feel about the Swedish accent? Do you find it musical? <laughs> I don't know if I find it musical. I find the bits where Swedish is similar to in- English interesting because they'll be like saying something in Swedish and then suddenly there'll be a word that's the same as English. <laughs> and I always yeah. find that surprising. Yeah. Even though we were like invaded by the Saxons and stuff like that. Saxons from Germany. No, I mean, what's it? No, the, the Vikings. What? Yeah, the Vikings. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we've got Viking influences. Yeah. And it's a Germanic language anyway. Like yeah. the Germanic languages are the root of English and Scandinavian. And mm. plus they've got loan words that have come from later. Mm. So it's the whole mixture. Well, I but feel yeah. sad. I feel sad now that I'm the only like, <laughs> I feel pretty Brexit now that I've dubbed over their voices. I'm not listening to that Swedish crap. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fight in two world wars for that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't leave the EU for me to listen to the Swedish. I, I feel bad now. Okay, I won't ever do that again. And if I do do that again, I won't admit it <laughs> on the episode. Yeah, I feel pretty racist. Um, <laughs> do, do you feel there was any wasted scenes within this uh, very tight film? Yes, the very first two scenes. You think they're wasted? I like those scenes. I think you have to have some light relief before you plunge headlong into horror and unpleasantness. Um, No, 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 not those. There's very two brief scenes at the beginning where they show them all bloodied up. And I I, I think that's a bit of a cop-out. It's like saying, don't worry, this is a horror film and you're going to see some blood. I'd rather not have those shots, you know. It's like, think about Psycho, where it starts off as a thriller and then turns into a horror film. And you kind of, you go, ah, it'd be much more brutal if you if you haven't, if you didn't know that it was going to end up like that or they'd end up all flooded and running away. 
So you think oh. it's like not showing any confidence? It's like saying, stick with us. Yeah, 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 exactly. I didn't like that. That was the only false step, really, I, I, I noticed, I think. I, I just didn't like that at the beginning. That was a, like, oh, yeah, coming up. Like, it should have, like, said in the corner, oh, coming up. She runs away. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they could have, yeah, they should have showed more confidence in their writing and their direction. Yeah, it would be much more effective if you start off slowly, you see them as a couple, then and they go, and you're not sure kind of what story maybe is going to be told, mm. rather than you know that it's going to be something to do with blood and and, and violence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, so the, the premise of the film is, um, it says here, when Nadia becomes pregnant, also, I think she was very irresponsible going anywhere while she was pregnant in the mountains. But anyway, that's for another episode. When Nadia she was becomes pregnant, I mean, she was only just pregnant, wasn't she? Oh, but she, she knew before they got in the car that they, she was pregnant. She, she oh, had yeah, told them I mean, for a couple like of weeks. But I mean, yeah, what was she expecting to do? I mean, Serena Williams won a Grand Slam while she was pregnant. She wasn't no, but, expecting to do anything that strenuous. No, but what I was thinking is like, and this is another spoiler, you, you're a pregnant woman and you're going out of your way to cause vandalism on property. Like, that, you're asking for trouble when that happens. But, um, so yeah, she, <laughs> so when she becomes pregnant, they make an attempt to rekindle their relationship by traveling to the north of Sweden for a hiking trip. But soon their romantic trip turns into a nightmare. And, um, not going to lie, when I read that synopsis before watching the film, I, I was like, mm. I thought it was going to be pretty cliche. I thought it was going to be a cliche film, but they had twists in it. And I, I mm. liked the twists and um, anyone should just stick for it. Because like mm. I said, when the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh no, w- w- what is this going to become? Especially when they were in the university and stuff like that and seeing that graduation, I was like, oh, this is going to, this is going to get a bit sticky for me. But <laughs> I, I persevered and yeah, I did really enjoy it, and I think they they hooked the wind they hooked with me because I thought they were gonna do some type of social um i guess social messaging around oh obviously she she's black, they've come to an area, maybe there's racism, but it wasn't that at all. I was like, what the hell is happening like this I thought that was quite wonderful as well um which the, the woman, the woman in the pub when they arrive? Yeah, the hotel. Uh, I mean that's a spoiler there because she comes back as well. Yeah, she yeah. comes back at the end. Yeah. So, um, in does, fact, does she, she might not be a racist. In fact, her motivation yeah, that's might be the other motivation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I, I, yeah. Go on, she, she, she was freaked out by them because they, she knew what was going to happen to them, rather yeah. than yeah, it was yeah. That's so the, the only, race, the only the end. racist thing that happened was the, was the sign on the car. Was that right? Yeah. Well, yes, it was. And again, the reason they got that sign on the card was justified because what they did back at the petrol st- like, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but they kind of, especially the, the guy. Thought, the, we are spoiling it, so it doesn't really matter if we, if we dance around here. But yeah, so anyone that does a hit and run deserves to get at least a bit of racism on their car. I'm going to call it now. Like you, you hit someone's car, you drive away, you don't even leave a note and you've left some damage on it. You, you're going to get what's coming to you. Like you're lucky they only put the racism. But, but, what, what, but why pick on the guy and not the girl? Why, why pick on the girl and not the guy who actually did the bumping? 
because they're idiots and that's, they're racist. That's, that's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, I think what I'm trying to say is that racists are going to go for the lowest common denominator because they're not going to engage their brain. But at the end of the day, they had to do something to those people because... But did they do it? Or was that the, the um, neighbour guy just ramping up the tension? Yeah. Uh, sure. how, how guilty were the hillbillies? What did they really do? They, they were born. They should have been a stain <laughs> on someone's... But they didn't bedroom. really do it. I mean, they were a bit over-friendly when they first met at the garage. But, I mean, wasn't the, um, the uh, mountain rescue guy, who was one of them, wasn't he trying to help him? Yeah, well, he was. And then when he returned, he wasn't because they're like, hold on, like, you, like you're psychopaths. Like, you, you're going around just knocking people on <laughs> the head. So I, I, I was a little bit confused by the end when they were all shooting each other about who was shooting who and why. I think yeah. you know, once you've got a hillbilly who's had a bag on the head, the logic goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, um, very true. Um, but I, I think... as we've seen globally, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say I liked how um, uh, Dom described it as a thriller. I, I'm going to start using that as well for drama thrillers. Um, that was that was, a that driller. was quite... yeah, driller, a driller. Yeah, that was quite nice. I, I like that. Um, do, you, <laughs> so, name, uh, name an undramatic thriller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say for the actors in this. Um, Would you like me to uh, say their names? Well, oh. I was gonna say. Well, the, the woman Nadia's um, Nana Nana Blondell. Yeah, Blondell. <laughs> who who is starring in an upcoming Marvel film? Um, the um, oh, what's her name? Oh, what's her name? She just died. Yeah, the Black Widow. Yeah. Um, so she's got a bit of recognition going into this film. Um, I love this... her. Who, 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 Nana? Um, no, the actually the character. I, uh, I fancy characters rather than actresses. Oh, okay. So you you <laughs> loved her in this film? Yeah. Yeah, she she was a bit of a sort actually. She was funky. And... Yeah. Uh, Maybe funky just don't go on the non- drive with her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I, I I read actually I read some of the reviews and some some people were saying that they hated David's character who is played by can you pronounce that for me I'm please? I'm gonna give it a go yeah <laughs> Anastasio Sulis yes I think that that sounds about right he is Sulis or Sulis yeah so he's Swedish born to a Greek dad and a Norwegian mum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's in any other films that I uh, would know or recognise. But he starred as David, and people were saying in the reviews is that he was a massive soy boy for the whole film. He was like so emotional, like, <laughs> and people didn't didn't like how <laughs> how like how much of a wet fish he was. What did you think of his performance? I yeah, he he annoyed me. I, I thought she could be much better. So you did but think no, he was I'm a soy boy? About the performance, not the um, the, not the character, the performance. Yeah. Oh, the performance. Yeah. No, the performance is just what you're given as a character, surely. And the character. Yeah. Do you think it was like good? Did, did, was he believable? I thought the actor, the actor was great. It's just yeah. the character was a was a was a bit of a wet blanket. Exactly. Or a soy so you, boy. Apparently. So, so you soy agree? Boy, you yeah. think he's a soy boy as well? And I was thinking, yeah, like, yeah. How's, how's that even a critique? Like, that well, she was change. she was much braver than him. Do you think? Well, he kept falling out. Oh, I can't go anymore. I can't walk. I can't do anything. 
You know, <laughs> but I, I, can, I can't walk, some of the points he's actually been shot. Exactly, he'd been shot. I literally can't walk, and I could still have made it permanently. No, he'd been <laughs> shot. We, we, none of us have been no, shot but here. But he, he wasn't brave at all. He was oh, so he, like, he fell into sub-zero water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah. my goodness. Nah, yeah. I expect more from my And he also, it. like, saw something very unpleasant, and just immediately after yeah. that, let his, like, arm go into a man trap. If it was him that died, I'd have uh, finished strong spot. Fair enough. <laughs> and by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, I apologise for that spoiler. We've already said that it's going to be spoilers. So let's, hold on, let hold on, hold on, Stephen. So you're you're saying to me that you, you didn't like him? Well, because... I mean, even when they were married, he was just a kind of computer game playing slob. He didn't really do anything. He did one. He did things one day, and that was all right. Was it? Oh and then he took on a trip to get murdered. I mean, it's not a great CV, is it? You, for their relationship. Are you a secret incel? Are you one of those guys? <laughs> I, I, it's, got, it's got to be the opposite, surely. If I was an incel, I'd be sticking up for him. And, and... No, you wouldn't. You would say... He's, no, you'd be exactly saying this. He's a little wet blanket. She can do better. Like, she, she's the type of woman that likes real men. That even though they've had their, well, no, their arm in a vice intelligent. In a, in a she is intelligent. Trap. She's studying to be a doctor. She's beautiful. She's um she's um she was uh brave and um he was just none of these things. I mean well, he's, he he's working. Presumably she's not making any money because she's going to medical school, so he's supporting her in the early years of their marriage. Yeah, but we didn't get shown him slaving at work, we only got showed him playing video games. If they wanted us to feel more for him, they should have shown him doing a big like a twenty four hour shift at some sweatshop in Indonesia. Or IKEA, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we're losing our geeks for audience <laughs> with this critique of his video game lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> just just ripping like exactly ninety percent of audience. I was going to say. So, what do you think about N? Like, I think that that's going to turn into a sequel, no? Because you, no way in, in their right mind will think that's the end of it. That's well, yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, are we expecting a sequel for this? No. No, no. What? I, I think I think he owes the the neighbor like a uh, like an animal and a and a wife to kill because then they're evened up. I think. What you think? <laughs> well, you think he... David is that much of a soy boy? He won't want <laughs> like to carry this on. No, he won't. He's not that sort of guy. Wow. I, well, I, the whole point of the ending is that there you go. That you got what I got. That's an opinion. Fair enough. Don, do you think there's going to be a sequel? I don't, I don't I, think there will be. No. I think there could be a sequel. Oh, God. But she wouldn't be in it, would she? What's the point? <laughs> she could be there in flashback. Yeah, you're such no. an incel. <laughs> <laughs> Incels hate women. No, they say that no, incels love women. They, they just don't think uh, women should have a choice in sleeping with them. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying then, is it? <laughs> no, but also, but also, incels hate weak men. They say that well, women... Well, I mean, weak... Well, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm digging here. But, uh, I mean... But you're no, you're okay, digging yeah, a trap no. in the snow. I'm not, I'm not talking about reality. I'm talking a, a protagonist in a, in yeah, a drama. Yeah. No, no, no. He was, he was a weak character. Yeah, no, obviously we're all talking about all in the context within this film. Yeah. We're not talking about real life. 
Um, no. No, in, in this universe... I'm this, quite a weak man, I think. No, uh, in not... this Red Dot universe, I, I, would, I would be for David and Stephen would be like, you, you weakly. <laughs> weak sod. I, I just wanted him to be a bit, a bit braver like she was, that's all. I don't know. I think I, think I like that twist. I think because we're always shown that men are brave. Like, why can't men be emotional? Why can't men like computer games? Why can't men think I've been shot in my leg? I want to not go forward. I want to die here. I think it showed a different side to men. I don't think also, men also, same. also, he he did a hit and run on a child. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> sick. But then again, so, yeah. he, he, his he, his significant other was trying to get busy. So, is he really to blame? What? Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, he definitely is. Never mind. <laughs> 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 so, um, I, I really, again, I'm going to reiterate. I really enjoyed this. I, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a score, which I've never done for any previous MKH cuts, because I think it deserves a score. And actually, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't think he got that high of a score. Um, trying to see. I can't even see the scores. That's a shame. No, it got it got five point five out of ten. That that's a travesty. Really? I don't agree with that. I give it an eight um, out of ten. I, I would like a sequel. Uh, I don't mind if um, Nadia comes back. She can come back in flashbacks. But I want to see how. Uh, David recovers from this very traumatic experience in his life. Uh, well, he um, can't do anything because else he'll be implicated in a hit and run and go to jail. Yeah, I don't, I don't even. I'm not he talking about him now. going to police. He yeah, he doesn't houses. care. Yeah, I, I, I want him to go on a, a friggin' um, man on fire. Um, <laughs> you, want type him, you, want, you want you want Rambo? <laughs> yeah, or man on fire, or Denzel. I don't mind. <laughs> um, uh, King Dom, if you were to give it a score, what would you give it? Uh, maybe it's because you've influenced me by saying eight, because something in my brain is going eight, eight, eight. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I liked, yeah. like you mentioned, the cinematography before. The cinematography was really good. The mixture of handheld and point of view shots, they found a way to make the horror tropes work in the context of the style they established, which was really good. And like you said, the Swedish scenery looks amazing. Mm. And also, I mean, we've talked about the performances already, but. Um, when I was watching Nana Blondell, I actually thought of something Courtney Cox said when she was in Scream. And she said, when you play in a horror film, you're basically frightened the whole time. So you have to find gradations of fear. You can't mm. be hyperventilating for 90 minutes. So sometimes you're more frightened, sometimes you're less frightened, but the fear is still there. Yeah. And I thought she did that. It was a good performance. Absolutely. I totally agree. And Stephen, uh, if you yeah. give it a score, what would you what would you give it? My score is red, but a slightly pinkish red. Out of ten, yeah. So pinkish red out of ten. Yeah. Okay, I have no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> hopefully, someone listening can make head or tail of that. That's I, 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 I get very annoyed by star ratings. That's why I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to um, deconstruct the. Uh, the whole kind of blow a whole blow <laughs> you know you off. read movie reviews with star ratings and then you go to the comments to read and it's just people arguing about fucking stars and i i would write you know i've read too many arguments about stars and they're completely worthless <laughs> well i mean what's the point i mean i'm not, I'm not saying you're eight and dominic's eight aren't worth something but 
I think they're worth about as much as my red with a pink, tinge of pink. <laughs> Okay. Yes. The point of a like a star rating is it like stops you sitting on the fence because otherwise you could just say something very bland and non-committal. But, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, if you, you like do a review something... with a star rating, you've got to call it <laughs> red with a tinge of pink. Uh, I'm going to assume that is uh, above five. So anywhere between five. And... I, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, Okay, no, that's that's a consensus. I think um, we've enjoyed as as a threesome. We've enjoyed uh, this film. That's uh, the phrase should... I want to hear. I, I never, I didn't watch you like that. <laughs> we could have though. You just needed to ask. Sorry, we forgot to invite you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have just helped. But um, now I join our this... bubble next time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. No, I was, I was going to say. So, like, this is quite rare for the MKH cut where we all liked the film and yeah apparently you had a bit of a disagreement last time yeah <laughs> a slight a slight disagreement and i think um this, yeah i think this is a, a good film once again i i might even go and watch some more scandinavian stuff if i can source it on the internet um i won't dub I'll, it this time try, I try and watch um adam's apples i i love that film it's, it stars mads nicholson and it... uh, yeah, he plays a priest. It's basically the story of Job in the Bible, but done in a really fucked up way. <laughs> okay. Well, um, as opposed apples. to the Bible that makes that story so plausible. I know, so and... nice. <laughs> so nice. And child friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, rec- I recommend that. Cool. Um, I can recommend a few, actually. I'll, I'll text you. Let's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, send it to me afterwards. Um, no, no, share the love. Let, tell us your Scandinavian films that well, you no, recommend. It's going to Google them, so I, I'm very bad at remembering names, especially if they've got Swedish titles. Mm. It's... Um, okay. Adam's Apples one I remember there. Adam's Apples. Adam's Apples. Okay. With Matt Nicholson. Um, yeah. Do you know Matt yeah. Nicholson, MKH? Yeah, I do. Um, only for me, American films, but... The best Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, but it's a not, not from, yeah, <laughs> not from much else. But yeah, that's why I need to delve more yeah. into Scandinavian film. Um, so yeah, once again, I want to say thank you to King Dom for joining me for the first time. Hopefully, not the last time. I hope so. Good to see you. Excellent, and thank you for Stephen for your insightful uh, information today. That's no problem. No problem at all. Excellent, and. <laughs> It is a goodbye for me, MKH. Um, thank you once again for joining in with our MKH cut and staying to the end. Uh, please uh, come back again and enjoy the rest of our catalogue here at Geek Sweat. And we shall see you next time. Bye.